Thanks for listening to this episode that was in honor of Kent Taylor's life. The Kentucky Entrepreneur Hall of Fame exists to celebrate the most successful stories around entrepreneurship in the state of Kentucky. And Kent Taylor's story will certainly live on through the many lives that he's already impacted and the many lives that he will impact in the future through his legacy. I've always been a hard worker and very persistent ever since I stepped foot on the track at Ballard High School in Louisville, Kentucky. In my senior year, I wanted to make the state track finals and land a college scholarship. The only trouble was I wasn't an excellent runner. This didn't matter though. I decided I would simply out-train everyone else. To improve, I spent the summer before my senior year running with the state mile champion. I ran more miles than anyone on the team and maybe in the whole state. This effort earned me a track scholarship to the University of North Carolina and several awards when I was there. I realized early on that hard work and persistence are worth the effort. I've used the same never give up attitude throughout my career. It started when I worked as a waiter bartender at TGI Fridays. I was ambitious. It wasn't long before I became general manager at the Bennigan's in Richardson, Texas, where I started developing new market ideas and passing them to the CEO. Unfortunately, these ideas were ignored. I had plans for a people-first culture focused on employees and customers, which is what I ended up using later at the Texas Roadhouse chain. The journey to creating a highly successful restaurant chain was not easy. I had handfuls of ideas for innovations. I shared them with anyone who would listen. John Y. Brown Jr. of Kentucky Fried Chicken heard from me a lot. Over seven years, I was turned down by potential investors more than a hundred times. Instead of taking each rejection to heart though, I turned it into a game. I started keeping track of the times I was turned down. Now that was a numbers game. I had to keep trying. Nothing would stop me from attempting to pitch an idea. Once, I was on an airplane with Larry Bird. He sat in first class while I sat in coach. No problem. I asked a flight attendant to deliver a proposal to the basketball legend. She didn't do it because he was sleeping throughout the flight, but I didn't give up. When we exited the plane, I followed Bird to his car. No luck there either, as he just jumped in, locked the doors, and took off, thinking I was a crazed fan. I also tried to reach Ross Perot while I was on my honeymoon in Bermuda. I rode a rented moped to Perot's gated community and said I had a package to deliver. Unfortunately, nobody answered the door. The same thing happened with Garth Brooks. I tried to deliver beer and ribs to his house several times, but he was never home. And at the top of the list was John Y. Brown Jr. Brown kept turning me down, but he listened closely to each pitch. I simply never stopped asking. Eventually, he called me in to turn around some underperforming restaurants, and that's when Buckhead Grill and Bar was born. I learned a lot at Buckhead, such as the importance of high-quality food. I also learned how to cope when parts of the business were failing. I hired a new chef, but that wasn't enough. Three of the first five restaurants failed, so I hit the pavement again. I had an idea that a Texas-based concept would do better, so I jumped into making presentations based on a new business plan. I put together dozens of investment packages and met with investors one after another. Finally, I found a taker in Dr. John Rhodes of Lunell, and he introduced me to two other doctors. I sketched my business plan out for him on a napkin, and he ended up funding the new venture. On February 17, 1993, Texas Roadhouse in Clarksville, Indiana opened its doors. The early days were rough for Texas Roadhouse. Three of the first five restaurants failed, and I struggled to make ends meet. I read everything I could about business, including books by entrepreneurs such as Sam Walton and Jack Welch. 
Financial partnerships helped, but I was always the lone creative person. I was never afraid to change things, from the layout of the buildings to the menu. I came up with the Texas Roadhouse prototype in 1996 at UC Today, designed to entice diners in from the road to enjoy high-quality food, and have been modifying this model ever since. The early years were a financial roller coaster. I raised millions and I lost millions. There were times when I struggled to make weekly payroll. I juggled bills to see which had to be paid and which could be delayed, so I was always looking for a way to stretch the money. I was never afraid to wing it and to figure out new ways to do things to keep it moving along. The business grew from five stores with 550 staff members and system-wide sales of $9 million in 1994 to 452 stores with 50,000 staff members and system-wide sales of $1.9 billion in 2014, though not without hitting a few speed bumps along the way. At first, the company was routinely over budget and lacked strong, effective management. Also, the restaurants faced visibility and accessibility challenges, and we had to ratchet up the menu. As I mentioned, success didn't come overnight, but I tried to learn something from each failure. In fact, I saved one decorative item from each restaurant and labeled it with the amount of money lost at that location. I mounted these souvenirs in my office as reminders of the lessons learned and they remain there to this day. At Texas Roadhouse, we've always placed a premium on an employee-first culture and fun. That's one of the reasons for our success. The Texas Roadhouse mascot, Andy Armadillo, makes guest appearances, especially on kids' nights. So do celebrities such as coach John Calipari and Willie Nelson. Don't play poker with Willie. He'll just smile the whole time he takes your money. We've always been focused on recognizing our employees. Each store recognizes hardworking roadies with awards and events. Giving back to each and every community in which we have a presence is another big part of the Texas Roadhouse story. We've worked with Special Olympics, Homes for Our Troops, humanitarian projects in Cabo San Lucas, and New Orleans Homes in a Box program for post-hurricane rebuilding. I'm particularly proud that we offer a free lunch to any retired or active military member on Veterans Day. Last year, we gave away 300,000 meals. The people are the best part of running a business. I've always run on a partnership model, making sure managing partners receive a percentage of the store's profit. Our ownership mentality is one of the keys to success at Texas Roadhouse. Happy employees make happy guests. My customers deserve high quality food. When I worked for other restaurants, I often saw them buying cheaper food to cut corners. Pre-made coleslaw and instant mashed potatoes seemed wrong to me. I wanted to create a from-scratch-based restaurant. Cost-cutting in this area would mean sales-cutting. That's why Texas Roadhouse is the only casual restaurant that still hand-cuts its steaks in-house. When new entrepreneurs ask me for advice, I tell them to find out what they're passionate about. Don't worry about rejection and don't be afraid to fail. Persistence pays off. I benefited from being turned down for years. If I had received the money for my business in the first few years, I might have screwed it all up. I wasn't ready. Learning at every stage is the key. I would like to thank my parents, children, and family for always believing in me, along with all of the early partners and mentors who helped make this dream a reality.